0: You embark on your personal growth path and finally discover your purpose. You step into this new identity of being a person who lives without limitations. You start to dream bigger. You come up with an awesome new vision for your life. And then... You're so excited, it feels so expansive. You wanna share it with the world. You share it with your partner, with your parents, with your peer group, and you want everybody to stand up and cheer and congratulate you because you wanna go out and give your gifts to the world and instead, insert prices. Right loser horn. Ba-boom, ba-boom, boom. Best case scenario, you're met with crickets. They don't understand it. Worst case scenario, People start smacking you in the face with the R word. You need to be realistic. Nobody earns a living doing the thing that you want to do. Why would you leave a sure thing in your current job? Why don't you just wait until your kids are grown up and out of the house or wait until you're retired and use the last couple good years you have left of your life to go chase your dream and it is so deflating. It feels like a gut punch. I've been there. But at some point, if you are stepping into a next level in your life, you'll find yourself at a crossroads and you've got to make a choice. Will I be obedient to my intuition? Will I follow the path of my purpose? Will I move courageously every day in the direction of my vision? Or will I collapse on myself? Will I actually move backwards and chase the validation of other people? What do you do when your loved ones don't believe in you or your dreams? We'll discuss this week. Welcome to episode 115 of Life Amplified. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which helped transform my life with you. So you can live... Life Amplified. An exciting announcement to share here at the top of the podcast. Uh, I really hope you've been taking the time to listen to these Transformation Tuesday episodes that we've been releasing every week. Uh, I'm so excited to give you this bonus content. A, because I like bragging about my clients who are crushing it. During a year when so many people are just struggling to stay afloat, Uh, you've met five of my clients who have completely transformed their income, their careers, their relationships and lives. But the reason that I release these episodes is because so much of my intention here in this fall season, we're six months into a global pandemic. I know a lot of people are emotionally exhausted, but I want to keep you in the energy of what's possible. Focusing on the possibilities rather than the limitations. So we've shared some really remarkable stories over the past few weeks. And I know you still might be there going, well, that's great, Dan. Go sell the rights for a Hallmark movie, Mason. (laughs) You know, That's great for them. It's not possible for me. You don't understand my circumstances, Dan. I've got it so much tougher than other people. And I'd like to challenge you on that and personally offer to lead you to a breakthrough and coach you right here on the podcast. We're going to be switching up the Transformation Tuesdays, and I'm going to be releasing episodes called A 20-Minute Breakthrough, where I will personally be coaching some of our listeners to help you identify those subconscious success blocks that are keeping you stuck in perfectionism or procrastination or people-pleasing. We want to identify that and help remove the barrier so you can take the first step forward into the life that you want and deserve. So this is a chance to be coached for free, and it'll happen right here on the podcast. If you are interested, go to the link in the show notes and click the application. It's not super long. It'll take you maybe three to five minutes to fill it out, but I want you to really put your heart and soul into it. We're only going to be opening up this opportunity for a select number of people. So show up honestly, show up with vulnerability, play full out in your application, and it would be my honor to personally support you right here in future episodes of the Life Amplified podcast. And doesn't it just feel nice to know that you have support? Somebody who has got your back during the difficult times. Most of us waste our energy... Seeking that support from people who just don't know how to give it to us. You know, that brings me here to the episode we're going to talk about today because, you know, one of the most frequent pieces of feedback or when listeners share their stories with me, whether it be through, you know, email, through Facebook messages, Instagram DMs. By the way, you can follow me on Instagram at CSC Dan Mason. Would love to know how the podcast is serving you and what your breakthroughs have been. But the story is usually, hey, Dan, You know, you've inspired me. I've got this thing, this dream in my heart that I've always wanted to bring forward. But, you know, I talk to my spouse and they don't think it's realistic. You know, they tell me I I should just wait. I need to stay in the security of this paycheck that I'm getting every two weeks. And a lot of times this dynamic will also show up with our parents, (laughs) especially for my listeners who are a little bit younger. And as I'm going to explain today, look, I've been pulled in the tension of both directions with a partner and trying to please my parents in the past. So I get it. But the solution that people usually try to do is, well, I I told my spouse they should listen to your podcast. And what they really mean by that is they're hoping... That somebody listens to my podcast and changes because of it. That I'm just going to sprinkle some Magic Dan Mason pixie dust. And somebody's going to see the light and be like, Oh my God, yes, I, wanna, I want you to quit your job and go chase your dreams. And I have bad news and good news for you today. The bad news is there's nothing that I can share on this podcast that is going to change or to fix your spouse. Even when I'm in a one-on-one coaching agreement with somebody... I can't change or fix a client. My job is simply to be a path shower. Somebody else has got to make the decision that they're going to walk the path and do the work. I'm just the tour guide who points out the potential pitfalls, where the traps are, and helps you accelerate your progress. So that's the bad news. There's nothing I can share today that's going to fix your spouse. And by the way, there's nothing that you are going to say that is going to air quotes fix, or change the people in your life. And that's one of the reasons we stay stuck. Human beings have so much creative energy within themselves, so much creativity to go out and bring any dream that they have to life, yet we misdirect the energy, trying to control and manipulate other people to acting the way that we want them to. If I had spent just as much time in the first two years of my business Worrying less about if my girlfriend thought I was an idiot and a failure or whether I was disappointing my father and I took all of that energy and just put it behind my business, I would have reached multiple six figures way sooner than I did. And that's my intention today is to get you out of that energy because the bad news is I can't fix the people in your life. You can't fix the people in your life. The good news is this. You don't need permission from anybody else to step into your purpose and bring it to life. I had so much resistance from the people in my life when I first left my cushy six-figure radio job and set out on this path to build my business. My girlfriend at the time, after a couple glasses of wine one night, got really emotional in my kitchen. And she's like, I don't know what you're doing. And I don't even know who you are. She goes, Dan, nobody has a purpose. We're born, we grow up, we work, we end up dying, and then we rot in the ground. That was literally what she shared with me, which felt like not just an indictment on my dream, but it felt like an indictment on me as a person. Because here I was stepping into this next level of expansion with a new belief system that really lit me up and felt aligned to who I was. And I felt like she wasn't just rejecting the belief system, but also me. So it was like the double whammy. It's not like your business idea is not valid, but you are not valid as a person. But here's the thing. That wasn't really what she meant. That was simply the interpretation that I was giving To her experience The thing that brought up so much guilt And shame and disappointment for me Was not necessarily the words coming out of her mouth It's what I made it mean Because when I look back in hindsight My ex-girlfriend's resistance To me starting a business And for me deciding I was just going to blow up And create my own blueprint for a career in life Her resistance was a reflection of her own beliefs About what was possible for her life my girlfriend was actually in the same boat that I was highly successful on the fast track to becoming vice president at the company that she worked at you know she kept getting pay raise and bonus after pay raise and was climbing the ladder and at the end of the day all she wanted to do was leave that job and become a full-time artist that was what her real passion was and there was an internal conflict for her about that She had a younger sister who had gone off and got a master's and was pursuing an artistic endeavor, but really struggling to turn that into a full-time income. So she also had like this whammy of being the quote-unquote successful one in her own family. So there was a huge sense of obligation that was keeping her attached to her job. You know, her experience is that people chasing their dreams in her family literally meant that you're not going to make money, and there was all this projection on what she saw was Possible, What she believed was possible for her. And it was projected onto me. And I do believe that there was a piece of that where she was also trying to keep me safe from bankruptcy, from failure. And quite honestly, I, I think in hindsight, she and I never had this conversation afterwards. These are things I've just processed afterwards. I do think that there was part of her that wanted me to stay where I was at because that was such a point of connection for us in our relationship. When we first got together and started dating, that was a lot of our conversations. Oh, you had a terrible day at work. I had a terrible day at work. I hate my job. You hate your job. All right, let's go out and get a hundred dollar bottle of wine at a restaurant and commiserate about how we hate our job. And then I was the one that moved the goalpost because I decided that I wanted more in my life. And that did create some tension and some friction. You know, when one person is on a growth path and the other partner is not moving, not in the same direction, but also growing in whatever direction is right for them, eventually you grow apart. As I give you some mindset shifts today. As you think about some of the relationships in your life that have not been supportive of your dreams, is it that they don't believe in you or they just don't understand the concept of what you're trying to achieve based on their own internal model of reality? And that leads me to the second reason people aren't always on board and appear to not believe in you. They might have tried something similar to what you wanted to do at one point in their life, And it didn't work out for them. Talk a little bit about, you know, what happened with my dad. It wasn't just that I was leaving a really cushy corporate radio career. I was walking away from the same career that my father had made a mark in. You know, my father is a member of the National Radio Hall of Fame. He had a pretty prolific career. But at one point, he retired in his early 50s. Got out of the industry and he had this dream that he was going to go work for himself as a consultant. He thought that some of the big radio broadcasters would just hire him on a consulting basis. And, you know, he was going to work on getting some international clients and, you know, really thought that his name value and the credibility that he had created over the course of this really illustrious career was going to translate into easy revenue. So he went into business with somebody else. And I remember that was a big uphill struggle because he found that he was just sort of like, eating dog shit for the first year and a half. The contracts that he was getting were for less money than he anticipated. Uh, A lot of the the contracts he was getting overseas weren't really in glamorous countries that he thought that he would be traveling to. And there was a process, and it was very frustrating. You know, I, I think... He expected that it was going to be much more fulfilling for him, and it wasn't. And within a few years, Dad unretired and went back into corporate, working in radio in America. But because those couple of years in consulting were not a good experience in self-employment, I think that that colored a lot of his attitude toward what I was doing. But just because somebody might have taken a similar or adjacent path to the path that you want to walk and it didn't work out for them, it is no reflection on your ability to bring your dream to life. And I want you to consider something. And these are things I only learned in hindsight. I stayed in this energy of suffering and striving and trying to prove myself for damn near two years and it kept me stuck. But here's what I want you to consider. The people who are doubting you or doubting the dream that you have. Are those people who are living the life that you want? If the answer is no, why does their opinion matter to you? You know, even when I think of my father, as successful as he was, and he reached the very top levels of the broadcasting industry, he had a wonderful career, and I'm very proud of him for what he built in his career. But my dad was the guy that was up every morning, he was putting on the suit. He was going to the board meetings, which were the parts of the the radio industry I was never interested in. I could have cared less. I just wanted to work on the creative end. I didn't want to be dealing with budget spreadsheets and looking at financials and looking at Excel files with sales figures and how do we meet the quarter? How do we meet the year? But also from a quality of life standpoint, I watched my dad sacrifice quite a bit in the name of his career. I don't think he ever did it begrudgingly, you know, he was passionate about the work that he did. But he lived out of an apartment by himself in Manhattan four days a week. And then he would fly back on Friday and get two days a week with my stepmother and her children. I would watch my dad if I ever went to New York to go visit him. He needed a few glasses of wine at night to unwind before he was even ready to fall asleep. And he was fine with his life. He loved what he did, but none of that was appealing to me. Even though he made an amazing salary, (laughs) he did very well. He did it on terms that didn't feel aligned with who I was. And certainly when I look at my girlfriend, I mean, she was in the same position that I was trying to leave behind in terms of climbing the ladder in a career where she was getting all the things that made her look great, but it didn't make her feel great. So what I came to realize is all the people who were doubting me were living a life that I didn't want. Now, I want to be so crystal clear on this. Having a job in corporate America is not the problem. If you are working in a corporate job in an office and you love your coworkers and you're passionate about the work you do, awesome. I am not here to vilify corporate, but what I am saying is wrong is living a life that is misaligned with who you are and what you desire most. And if you have been staying in the proverbial soul-sucking job, Not doing the work that you love, not really stepping into this next level and honoring your dreams, your desires, your purpose, bringing your vision to life. It's not other people's doubt that is keeping you stuck. The doubt of other people has no bearing on your success. The number one thing that is going to determine your ability to bring your vision and your purpose into the world is going to be you, your energy. And how you show up. And this is going to bring me to the third and final point that I want to share today. And this is the tough one. Because most of us like to live in an energy of blame. If my family, if my loved ones, if my parents believed in me, then I would take action toward my dreams. But anytime we're in that place of being a trigger, or if we are stuck in an area of our life, we also have to look at what is my role in creating these circumstances. This is the third point that will trigger you. The doubt you're experiencing in all of the people around you who don't seem to get your dreams or understand it, it's really just a reflection of your own self-doubt. Everything in life is energy. And we are energetic beings. We pick up on the energy of other people. You've had the experience of walking into a room or walking into a bar back in the days when we could actually go to bars and somebody just creeps you out. You pick up some weird energy off them. You're like, that person is a stay away. (laughs) Sometimes it's the opposite. You walk into a social situation and you're automatically drawn to someone who has just got magnetic energy. We're always picking up on the energy of other people. And if you are not 100% confident and believing in your dreams and vision as you share it with other people, they can tell they're picking up on your vibes. So even if they did have doubts about your ability to manifest your dreams, your energy isn't exactly putting them over the top and getting them on board. I realized this the hard way, At the end of that relationship I was speaking about earlier in the episode because it got to the point uh, where there was a pretty big division when she just was not behind what I was doing and I decided that my dream was so important that, that bringing this message to the world and having my coaching practice was so important that it was worth walking away from the relationship for And I had just come back from this seven-day deep-dive immersive retreat where I had done a lot of work on myself and started to discover the ways that I was blocking my own success. And we sat down literally as we were uh, getting ready to hand over the apartment keys for the place that we had been sharing together. We We were moving out of that place, and we sort of had the closure conversation. And it was the first time that she looked at me, and wouldn't this be like literally the last time we saw each other face-to-face, my ex looked at me and she said, You know what? I actually do believe that you're going to be successful in your business because it clearly means so much to you, and I know that you're going to make this work in whatever you do. And part of me felt like uh, Adam Sandler in the movie Billy Madison, where I was like, you know, this information would have been helpful to me yesterday. But I realized her opinion changed because I was so centered and grounded in what I was doing. When I finally owned my desires and I actually put my purpose even before the relationship, then she knew that I was serious. There is a great book. I know my audience, by the way, is 70% women just looking on social media and my mailing list. But there's a great book for the men who are listening today. And I actually think this book is a great read for the ladies if you better want to understand the masculine energy. It's a great book by David Dida, D-E-I-D-A. It's called The Way of the Superior Man and the book gets a lot into the interplay between masculine and feminine energy but one of the things that he suggests in the book is that for a feminine energy partner to feel safe a man must be connected to his purpose if the man is simply just living for the relationship and has no higher calling nothing that he would you know literally go die for almost subconsciously it's like the feminine energy does not trust him and doesn't feel safe in his presence and it was when I finally 100% stepped in fully into my dream that I feel like my ex could feel that energy and then she actually respected what it is I was trying to work toward. Now I want to be very clear This isn't an excuse for men to be workaholics and be neglectful in the relationship. That's not what we're talking about. But according to the book, the man has to put his purpose above all else in his life. So for my men listening today, it's a good chance for you to consider if your relationship is not on fire, if you're going through the motions, if you're living like roommates— are you just sort of drifting are you wishy-washy or are you fully in your masculine energy and connected to your purpose because i do believe everybody picks up on that and certainly the feminine energy picks up on it as well and as it pertains a little footnote on the story with my father that i don't believe i've ever talked about here on the podcast in may of 2018 he had come to visit me when I was living in Manhattan. And we had gone out to dinner. And at that point, like, I was just crushing it in every area of life. I was working out at this awesome gym in New York. I got really lean. I was crushing it in my business, like, making more in a month than I probably made in the entire first year. And my dad sat down with me that night at dinner. He's like, you know, I- I'm really proud of you. Which I didn't get too many Daniel I'm proud of you's growing up. So that in and of itself was like, ah! waterworks. But he said, I can really tell that you're so much more confident in what you're doing right now. And it's just another example that in me truly stepping into my power, owning my vision and doing it from a place of confidence rather than a place of seeking permission to take up space and looking for approval, then that was the factor that helped me get the thing that I wanted in the first place. So two clarity questions I want you to consider as we're wrapping up here today. Number one, on a scale of one to 10, as it pertains to the next level, the dreams that you have for your life and whatever that is in your career, in your relationships, in your finances, what has been your confidence level? Again, confidence doesn't mean bravado. It's not like you're walking in like Gaston with your chest puffed out saying you're the greatest person in the world. Confidence can be, hey, I am scared as hell, but I'm still moving forward and I'm taking courageous action every single day. I'm fully committed to the outcome. What is your level of confidence? And if that number is lower than you like, Where have you been looking to pull the confidence from other people? Where have you been trying to attach to other people's energy to fill you up to compensate for what you're not giving to yourself? Because that's not a sustainable approach in relationships. You can't expect anyone, a parent, a partner, a friend, to give you what you're unwilling to give to you. There is a gigantic difference when it comes to stepping into your next level of expansion, of asking for support from the people in your life and asking for permission. And I'll give you one final story that relates to this point. In February of 2019, I went to a three-day uh, business retreat for new or, or rising entrepreneurs in Los Angeles. And you know many of these events... All go the same way. You get three days of incredible content from the teachers. Usually on the second day, there is an offer for like a high ticket program. That's usually a pretty big investment where you can work directly with that mentor, coach, and their team to help you accelerate your results. And I was sitting next to a lady at this event. Very nice lady. She had been a housewife most of her life. She had worked some part-time jobs, just doing some receptionist work, some office work to make a little bit of spending money. But essentially, her life was spent being a caretaker and a homemaker, While her husband was crushing it in a very successful job. And over the course of that time, they traveled all over the country following his career. You know, so she sort of handled things. He was the breadwinner. But she had this dream to start a health coaching business. And when it came time for the offer at the end of the second night, it was a $15,000 investment to do this year-long mentorship. And I watched this woman take out her credit card and immediately run to the back. And she was the first to pay she charged 15000 to the credit card to be in this mentorship program. Now, many people in that situation would be like, oh my God, I need to call my spouse. and want to make sure this is okay. And she just did it. And as I talked to her in the back of the room afterwards, she was explaining to me, she goes, I have spent my whole life supporting my husband in his endeavors. This is time now for me to give myself that same care. And she went on her cell phone after she had already charged the credit card. And she told him, she goes, I'm not asking for your permission on this but I would really love your support. And I thought that was such an amazing story. I was so touched by that. And I love when people just say yes to their dreams and their expansion, right? I I am a supporter of the courageous. And she wasn't even investing with me, by the way. This was just me observing her from a distance. So I had no vested interest in whether she signed up for this program or not. About a year later, I was at another convention in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I was asked to speak on a success panel for people who had built their business and lived their dream. And as we're sitting there at lunch and I'm meeting the other people on the success panel, I recognize this face. I'm like, I I kind of know her. Where do I know her from? Turns out that was the same woman that was at the convention seven or eight months earlier. She had launched her health coaching business. She was thriving. She had paying clients and she was loving what she was doing. And it happened that quickly by saying yes to herself. And what was really cool about it is her husband, who was a very able and, and and successful businessman, was able to share in that experience. They were able to work on projects. So when she would ask for advice, he was really eager to help her with that and help her scale her business and get to the next level. So it wasn't even like it was this point of contention, right? It was something that they could grow together. And he really got a kick out of watching her step into her dream. You know, after the kids were grown up and and out of the house and seeing her give herself that same attention. So this is the invitation that I'm making to you. It's fine to ask for support from people, but you don't have to ask for permission. And your next level of expansion is not at all dependent on the approval of other people. It's dependent on you, your energy, and how you're showing up. And if you need some extra support, not permission... If you want to work on your mindset to get that aligned so you can accelerate your results, now is the best time ever to sign up and work with me. I do have some spots open for one-on-one coaching. And you know what? The investment's going up at the end of the year. So now is a great time for you to reach out and lock in. I would love to work directly to support you through that process, right? It, It is an evolution. It is not easy work per se, uh, it's going to bring up every subconscious fear that you have, but it's also the most worthwhile journey that you will go on. We talk a lot about this amplified life. What is it? You know, And I've told you before that an amplified life, it's life on your terms, not mine. You know, for me, the amplified life was to leave a successful job, build something on my own that was really meaningful, that allowed me to live my purpose and gave me freedom over my time and schedule. I'm recording this podcast right now as I stare out at the Pacific Ocean from my window That's my amplified life. I don't know what it is for you, but I know every client that I've introduced you to on these Transformation Tuesday episodes, some have wanted to start a business, some have wanted to pivot into a different corporate career, some just wanted to find a lasting, meaningful relationship, but what was underneath all of it, the common thread, it's the desire for self-expression. It's our innate desire to show up in the world as we really are, not who we were conditioned to be, to get love and acceptance, to truly be connected to our gifts, our talents, to be expressing that to people, to be able to express ourselves fully in relationships, to express ourselves in our career. That is my great wish for you, not when the pandemic's over, but right now. And we can start that process. You can find a link for my coaching application. You can go to my website, creativesoulcoaching.net. Fill that out. We'll set up a complimentary discovery call. Also, if you just want a 20-minute breakthrough, we'll be doing that on the podcast on the Transformation Tuesday episodes coming soon as well. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me this week. It is an honor and a privilege to serve you. And if you love the content, if there's somebody in your life who needs this message, Would you do me a favor and share the podcast with them? It would mean the world. You could screenshot this. You can upload it to your Instagram. Be sure to tag me at CSC, Dan Mason. And don't forget, it's time to turn down the volume on your negativity and turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. I'll talk to you next week.